Welcome to another episode of Whatever We're Calling This, the podcast of comparative literature and cultural studies students at the University of Arkansas. Today we have Anthony Sargenti, who is writing his dissertation on contemporary Italian hip hop. Let's hear a sample. Esulto quando segna Super Mario, non mangio la pasta senza il parmigiano, ho la pelle scura, l'accento bresciano, un cognome straniero e comunque italiano. A volte mi sembra di essere qui per sbaglio, san poco di me, sono loro bersaglio, ciò che ho passato loro non lo sanno, è il mio passato mai lo capiranno, dai del negro, dell'immigrato, il tuo pensiero. That song slaps, but I have little to no idea what it is about. I know that it's in Italian, and I could pick out a few words here and there, but that's about it. Could you elaborate? Of course. Uh, first off, thank you for having me. I've never participated in a podcast before. I've listened to many, uh, so it's interesting to be on this side of things. Uh, as you mentioned in the intro, my dissertation is all about contemporary Italian hip-hop, uh, specifically second-generation hip-hop, and how it... Wait, what, what is second-generation hip-hop? Well, glad you asked. Uh, while it seems like a simple question, uh, the answers are pretty complex and they are in no way resolved uh, as this is one of the many things discussed and debated in Italy today. Yeah, my attention, please continue. We're gonna throw in some Italian terminology. Uh, seconde generazioni or second generations refers to a loose category of any and all people born and or raised in Italy from a young age having at least one parent with origins from another country. This working definition has been adopted by many second generation Italians themselves, as well as scholarship about them. So they are Italian, yes. Seems obvious, but it's much more complicated than that. Italian by culture, yes, absolutely, I would argue. However, many are excluded from citizenship based on outdated immigration legislation, which dates back to the early 1990s. And so very briefly, here's how it works. If one of your parents is an Italian citizen, then you're a citizen, no matter where you were born. If neither of your parents is an Italian citizen, then you aren't, no matter where you were born. In this case, you have to wait until your 18th birthday to apply for citizenship. You have to produce documentation saying that you never left the country for those 18 or so years. The right to apply for citizenship expires on your 19th birthday no exceptions. So if you miss the deadline or don't have all the paperwork. No exceptions. I mean, there are people in Italy that have lived there for virtually their entire lives or most of it. People in their 20s, 30s, 40s uh, that are not citizens because the state refuses to recognize them. Uh, this means no access to resources, no way of finding a full-time or well-paying job, uh, which means that many are forced to turn to other ways of income. Well, that is a pickle. Um, so what are these people saying collectively? I mean, what is their message? So it's more like a collection of messages since these second generations are not a monolith. Uh, we can generalize on some common themes, for example, challenging whitewashed hegemonic notions of Italianness, themes about citizenship, belonging, the art of storytelling as a way to break down barriers and build a sense of community within and through Italian borders. They take advantage of their socialization uh, by utilizing their knowledge of popular culture, referring to facts only a quote native, end quote, would know, uh, in order to further validate their Italianness. 
In short, they create and establish their own belonging through and with their art, including hip hop. Uh, the collective second generation is sometimes referred to as new Italians. However, this is in no way a new concept, quite the contrary, as diverse peoples, languages, ethnicities, and cultures have always been a part of Italy's history, both past and present. What has changed is the momentum towards national recognition and citizenship, including anti-racist and anti-xenophobic protests in the post-George Floyd era, as well as literature that challenges the very conception of what it means to be Italian. All of this to say that the institutionalized Italian identity, which privileges cisgender, heterosexual, Catholic white men, seen through the prism of hip hop, is in the middle of a post-colonial reckoning. reckoning. Uh, second generation Italian hip hop is a major player in this movement. Well, that sounds like it's taken directly from your dissertation. And regarding cultural studies, how, how does it, this fit into that? It's, it's not common to see music studies outside of the arts. And so this is from my dissertation, yes. And uh, in my short experience, I have seen it relatively common, um, if you're looking for it, uh, but mostly for studies in English. And so cultural studies looks, again, looks at popular culture, uh, contemporary phenomena, and I, I kind of feel like it's really you know, meeting people where they are. Uh, turns out a lot of people are listening to hip hop on YouTube. And so that's kind of where I started, and that's where I have been going through this process. Okay, and can we talk about that song that you played at the beginning of the podcast? Uh, of course, I think it helps demonstrate all the previous jargon. And so Tommy Cuti, the writer and performer of the song, uh, released his first studio album, Italiano Vero, which means real or true Italian, in March 2018. Uh, comprising eight tracks in one skit, Italiano Vero criticizes racism, discrimination, and colorism, all the while celebrating Afro-Italians. Afro-Italiano is the sixth track and currently most popular song. In this exposition, which lasts about three minutes, Kuti uh, legitimizes and extrapolates on his Afro-Italian identity. His voice feels the need to prove himself and tell his story, his story in order to garner empathy and understanding. Could you break down some of the lyrics that we heard in the intro? Of course. So it starts with some juxtapositions and pseudo-paradoxes, uh, which invite the listener to question their own assumptions about what it means to be Italian. It starts, I don't eat pasta without Parmesan cheese. I have dark skin, a Brescian accent, a foreign surname that is Italian anyway. These are my translations. The food reference, while seemingly stereotypical, is consistent with popular Italian music. Dark skin and a Brescian accent give nods to both his birth and upbringing, showing that he has reverence for and embodies both at the same time. Brescia is a town above, of about 200,000 people in the Lombardy region in northern Italy, about halfway between Milan and Verona. Acuti, Tommy's last name, which he also shares with the famous Fela Cuti, is both foreign and domestic. Uh, the letter K is not a part of the traditional Italian alphabet. However, the vowel at the end is textbook Italian. Uh, virtually all Italian nouns end in a vowel. Gender and number are expressed with vowels. Basically, if you study Italian, you'll never look at vowels the same way. The song continues. He says that sometimes he feels like he's here by mistake, doubting his dignity after being subjected to racism and bigotry based on fear and ignorance. Racism shows both overt and covert faces represented by basically the Italian N-word. Uh, calling someone an immigrant in Italy is, is a little less repulsive, 
uh, but still problematic. It's coded in a way to basically say, you don't really belong here. Also, Afro-Italiano refers to the thousand faces of his culture, uh, which is complex and diverse. Uh, this humanizes Afro-Italians and their pursuit. Uh, Kuti talks about his relationship to the Italian language. He says, the first time I said, I love you, I swear I said it in Italian. Begging the questions, you know, what more do you want from me? What more do I have to do to prove to you that I am Italian? Geography doesn't determine his identity. He says, and even if I leave, I will remain an Italian. He cites morning cartoons and TV shows growing up, cultural products consistent with a typical Italian social formation. He has some choice words for racists in the song, in the lyrics, especially those uh, that are involved with La Lega, which is the league political party. Uh, one of the major heads is, is a man by the name of Matteo Salvini. Uh, he criticizes their use of nationalism, Italian Republic Day, which is June 2nd, and the guise of national security that really tries to push a discriminatory fascist agenda. Wow. Um, so with the time we have left, let's briefly talk about the music video. Towards the end, there's a scene in which Tommy Cudi is talking to a psychiatrist. Could you tell me what's happening there? Yes, so before the final chorus, Fabi Fibra's voice is heard. He's a very popular Italian rapper. Uh, it can be heard asking Tommy, uh, quote, but sir, do you feel more Italian or African, end quote. Uh, Cudi's answer compassionately encapsulates the Afro-Italian experience. He says, I'm quoting again, I'm sick of hearing people tell me what I am and what I'm not. I'm too African to be only Italian and too Italian to be only African. Afro-Italian because the world has changed, end quote. Uh, the simple yet powerful chorus, Sono Afro-Italiano, I am Afro-Italian, uh, concludes the Afro-Italian manifesto. Do you have any more context to the song and or the music video? Yeah, so at the same time the music video was shot, uh, the Italian newspaper La Stampa uh, conducted interviews with the Afro-Italians featured in the video. Uh, two questions were asked. Uh, what does Afro-Italian mean to you? And what changes do you see in the next 10 years? According to the interviewees, Afro-Italian denotes many things. Having a double identity and not forgetting your roots, thoughts, or traditions. To a young girl, it means being half Italian and half African, but it has nothing to do with color. To others, Afro-Italian means having dark skin and speaking Italian perfectly, both of which are points of pride. Lastly, Afro-Italian signifies two origins. All responses originate from a sense of plurality. Two places, two identities, two locations, two parts that harmoniously coexist and inform one another. They are inextricably linked. Hope pervades responses to the second question. The Afro-Italian population will grow, expand, and provide a rich canvas for a more ethically diverse Italy. Ethnically diverse Italy. Obviously, says one responder, more children will be born. Uh, their acceptance and integration are inevitable. Laws are important to maintain, but they must move forward. Uh, things have changed greatly, says one older man. Uh, he stresses the concept of continued human migration and diaspora. Many responses cite that sports have been already integrated on a national level and have been successful. Uh, therefore, it is important to think globally but imperative to act locally. The video ends with a plethora of smiles, salutations, chows, and Tommy Kuti repeating his thesis, Afro-Italian, because the world has changed. Lastly, 
Respect Words, an ethical journalism against hate speech project, recognized Afro Italiano as a best practice in Italy. They've hosted their own video, which interviews it, which interweaves scenes from Afro Italiano and an interview with Kuti himself. He talks about his infancy, in particular, how he used to draw himself with pink skin. He is convinced that ignorance fuels racism and not vice versa. When people look at him, he does not immediately feel malice, but rather doubt and lack of knowledge. These confused glances tend towards prejudice and not further inquiry. Uh, that's a problem. Uh, Kuti's MO is to inform his greater audience of the authenticity and Italianness of Afro-Italians. Uh, many people identify themselves with Afro-Italiano and Tommy Kuti considers this paramount for empowerment and recognition. This is a good place to stop. Thank you, Anthony. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Obligatory thank yous to the University of Arkansas Comparative Literature and Cultural Studies Program, etc. cetera. Uh, until next time, which in Italian is said? Alla prossima. Thank you for listening to whatever we are calling this podcast of CLCS students at the University of Arkansas. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Thank you.